The following program is brought to you by Podcast One Sportsnet. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. We also got uh, Chan and Gary here, um, and uh, we are ready to dive into another Riggles Picks. Friends, it's so good to be back. Uh, so good to be back. <laughs> always having a good time. Before we get started, i got to thank these uh, wonderful sponsors. Football's back. You all know that. Visit BetOnline.ag. Use promo code PODCAST1, the number, not the whatever. Hey, download SquadQL to help you with your fantasy football team this season. SquadQL.com. Make sure you keep things interes- interesante. Interessante. Interessante. <laughs> I got an A in all my four languages. Uh, with Dos Equis, all right? And go go to fourhims.com slash wriggle for all your hair loss needs. I don't know if I want my name in that sentence. <laughs> hair loss needs, Rob Riggle. Um, no, check it out. The go, uh, for is a great, great place. Uh, and also check out True Car when buying new or used cars, friends. I'm, if you did not do good in your foreign language class, uh-huh. maybe you have a comment about this. Because in a survey polling over 75,000 Americans, Taco Bell was voted America's best Mexican restaurant. Oh, <laughs> oh I just heard a collective weep from everybody in the world. Um, I don't Best even... Mexican restaurant. Now, that has to be people that have never, like that, like Northern America, right? And it said 75,000 yes. Americans, but surely they didn't go near the border because if well, you've been to Texas and, and, you know, or foodies Arizona. Are, foodies are snobs. It's yes. not authentic Mexican. Authentic Mexican uh, comes from the state of blah, 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 blah. It's mm-hmm. like, te- you know, tequila and, you know, all these. Okay, I get it. I understand why people would think, uh, well, Taco Bell, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's Mexican food. It, it, it's fast food with a Mexican flair. Yeah. I mean, that's like saying Olive Garden is... Italian. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a restaurant with an Italian r- a menu, I guess, is the best way to put it. I mean, I get, yes. I get what you're saying. It's just a snobby thing, I think, you know. Um, I don't know how many places in Mexico serve Mountain Dew uh, as their number one drink. <laughs> yeah. I, look, it's fast food. It's just fast it's food. It's fast food, yeah. It's fast food. That's Is it how. just because that's the only national Mexican food chain? No, no Del I mean, Taco. Like Del Taco, El Polo Loco. El Polo Loco, El yeah. Polo Loco. Del yeah, is think- national? Yeah, I think so. Almost positive. I'm pretty sure. I think they have them in Chicago, and I think they have them here. <laughs> your definition well, of that covers a lot of ground <laughs> that covers a lot of ground anything in multiple states well i shouldn't even say that because that doesn't apply yeah i know it's like well <clears throat> it's kind of hard when you don't uh it's kind of it, like it's like how hardy's and carl's jr are the same thing yeah, like sometimes they're part they of the same something different yes. it's like um and isn't taco bell part of the Kotaco hut Kentucky Fried Chicken, Taco, and Pizza Hut, they all combined. Oh. Those, those triad. You know, so one stop, you have three places to choose. 
That was a hot little number for <laughs> a while. They should have that many bathrooms in there. <laughs> <laughs> if they're going to have that many options, they should have three times as many bathrooms. Bingo. Mm-hmm. 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 Know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like what I was in San Antonio like last month, and uh, they had Cracker Barrel, and I was so excited because – we just got a Cracker Barrel in California, and uh, have you been to Cracker Barrel before? Of course. Okay. I'm just making sure. I lived in the South for a long time. I'm just making sure. Yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, they – Cracker Barrel, I don't know if you know this, but they wouldn't come to California for a really long time. I don't blame them. It's so hard to do business here. That's not why. Oh, no. Why? It was because – California has earthquake restrictions, and they would make Cracker Barrel take all the shit off the ceiling. <laughs> and Cracker Barrel was like, egg and fuck yourself. Yeah, uh, we have a way of doing business <laughs> yeah. at Cracker Nobody Barrel. Nobody can eat hash brown casserole yeah. without a wheelbarrow hanging above their head. So involved. why don't you just do your thing yeah. the way you do it, yeah. and we do what we do. We serve biscuits and gravy underneath a wagon wheel. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't like it, you can go pound sand. Yeah. We call macaroni and cheese a vegetable. So I don't know how y'all do it over there, yeah. but around here, we have giant checkers and we have a general store that serves Halloween food all year long. And, Halloween food. And Kenny, Kenny Rogers cassette tapes. Oh, who does Yeah, it? I know. Oh, you I know. I know. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, no, listen. Uh, uh, and look, Taco Bell is a friend to everybody. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me <laughs> you haven't been hammered oh. at two or three in mm-hmm. the morning and you're not going home. You're going to Taco Bell yeah. and you're going to satiate the beast within <laughs> and you're going to get multiple tacos, that Mountain Dew. Uh-huh. It's so delicious. White Castle, also part of that f- late night family of soak up my troubles yeah. that I just drank too much. Drank too much. Drank too much. Uh, White <laughs> Castle and Taco Bell have been a friend to everybody. I feel like there's always some great drunk story. You know, like Taco Bell always has like – there's like some great Florida man story, you know, about like <laughs> so, somebody trying to walk up to a drive through without a car. Yep. <laughs> that, Shirt, shirtless. If it's a Florida yeah. man, shirtless. Yeah. yeah. With an alligator on yeah. a leash. Yeah. Just being like yeah. – I need to satiate my hunger. Yeah. I'm or sure they got, use the word satiate. Or he's got a, a, a baby crocodile that's latched onto yes. his nipple. In a, yeah, in a Bjorn. Yeah, on his, I got this gator bit my <laughs> boob. Anyway, yeah, he hungry too. Yeah, get him a Bell Grande. <laughs> Wouldn't it be so fun to work at Taco Bell just for yes. the stories? Yes. I, matter of <laughs> fact, I want, to hire, I want to get a documentary film crew and just pick – at Taco Bell somewhere in Florida. Yeah, you just and like just spend Tampa. two months, two months, and only night shift. The Tampa Bell. <laughs> just, just film it all. Night shift. Film it all. That's a great title for it. Yep. Night shift Let's at the Bell. <laughs> for the for whom the bell tolls. Night shift. T- assignment Tampa Bay. All right, let's go. This stuff writes itself. Assignment Tampa Bay. Go there after you get off a night school. Yeah. Hey, that's oh. a good point, Gary. Wow, Gary. One of the best in the biz, everybody. <laughs> uh, night school coming out. 
Uh, is it out already? It, no, it comes out uh, the 28th. Oh, wow. Comes out the 28th. Nice little Kevin Hart, Tiffany Haddish, Marilyn Ricecup, Al Madrigal. Next uh, Friday. Annie Winners, uh, Romney Malco, Yours Truly, great ensemble comedy, a lot of fun, a <laughs> lot of hijinks, <laughs> laughter galore, friends. I like in the uh, one of the trailers, you're wearing a yellow sweatshirt. <laughs> yes, on a, on a caper. <laughs> on a, on a, at on night. A, at a night caper. <laughs> Yeah. My character's not smart. What does he say? He says, like, why are you, really, why are you wearing yellow? Yeah, and that's because uh, laundry day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fresh. How much of stuff is uh, improvised? And a how, lot. Oh, uh, yeah? A lot. Well, it's, I give a lot of credit to Malcolm uh, Lee, who was the director, mm-hmm. and to Kevin Hart, uh, because they love to play. Okay. And they love to improvise and screw around. And so we tried a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. And if you had an idea, you're like, hey, how about this? And they're like, yeah, do it. <laughs> And so I, I give them a lot of credit because they were very cool about that. That is one of the benefits of not shooting on film anymore, uh-huh. shooting on digital. Yeah. You can play around like that. Uh, I'm sure you, you've been around long enough to remember when things were on film. Yes. And like how – like You didn't get many passes. No. Because burning film, the studio doesn't like burning film. Expensive. Expensive. And so the studio – the way it usually works is you do – uh, the script as written because mm-hmm. that's what the studio paid for. Yes. So they want to see it on film. Uh-huh. So you have to do that. Then you do another take with notes, meaning speed it up, slow it down, don't be so angry, try to say it with a smile. You know, you get notes from the director. Same thing, only with notes. Then on the third pass, um, if things went well for the first two, They'll come back and say, okay, anybody got a thought? Yeah, can I try this? No. Can I try this? No. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, or they'll say, oh, okay, try this. Or the director will say, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Try that. And you maybe get one or two mm-hmm. passes and then they're moving on because <clears throat> they got to do a new setup and they don't want to burn any more film. Yeah. But now in the digital age, knock yourself out. You know, if they got the time, which, you know, that, you can eat up a whole day trying to do a scene a certain way or mm-hmm. trying different material. So it can get away from you. So it takes a disciplined director to keep things I wonder moving. what's more expensive, film or editors? Because editing is pretty expensive. I mean, an ed- a good editor it's Worth their is, weight in gold. Yeah. Yeah, they know, really are. They can any, make the difference. Anytime you want to shoot something yourself, you're like, everything, I can make everything, I can financially afford everything except an editor. Yeah. An editor is so expensive. Well, because they... they they the one, they're the ones who take all of that craziness. Yeah, and, all thirty-two takes yeah, and that they, you did, and they put it together it and they tell you a story with it. Yeah, you know? I mean, they really between the director and the editor. Yeah, they're the um, the god figures, if you will. I want to stay on topic. Yeah. Okay. Sure. You and I are good at that. Yes. Uh, a homeless woman. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> No, don't get me started. <laughs> My story is about homeless women. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, homeless women fell through the ceiling of a Los Angeles restaurant Wednesday saying she was in the crawl space looking for a bus stop. Uh-huh. According to KCAL, customers in Sobroso Mexican Grill uh-huh. in Garden Grove noticed pieces of the ceiling falling down. A few seconds later, a woman fell through the ceiling, falling about 25 feet to the ground. A lot of times when you're looking for a bus stop, yeah, you crawl into mm-hmm. an, an air duct mm-hmm. uh, and go up into people's ceilings mm-hmm. and try and crawl around. Mm-hmm. I get it. You get it. I get it. I don't know what the problem is. 
<laughs> that reminds me of Dos Equis. Hey! <laughs> hey, listeners. This college football season, remember that a little exaggeration makes every story more interessante. I love that you Like know a bus stop. You got that down. The beer used to water every college football field in America. But don't take it from us. Take it from legendary football coach Les Miles, who famously said... The only taste sweeter than victory is a blade of Bermuda grass doused in an authentic Mexican lager. But most importantly, remember to keep it interessante this college football season with Dos Equis, the official beer sponsor of the college football playoff. Drink Dos Equis responsibly, imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Say it again, because I still can't get it right. Interestante? Interessante. (laughs) Rasta. Rasta. Yeah. Interessante. 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 Okay, I got it. Do you got it? Yeah, totally. Say it. (laughs) (laughs) I would, but Gary just gave me the, if you do it again, I'm going to punch you in the face look. He does that to me all the time, by the way. I know, which he shouldn't. He shouldn't. Because you're important to him. Well, not really, but I... Uh, he looked. Did you see? He we can fire him whenever we want. He gave me the "I'll cut your throat" signal. <laughs> Is that what he's saying? Yeah, I'll cut your throat. Well, it means like kill the engine. You know, when they do that little symbol, <laughs> they can't do it in the NFL anymore. You know, yeah. they go like this. All, you know, they do that. They can't do that move anymore. Giving you the Tijuana necktie. Yeah. Whatever those things. What are those things called? A Colombian necktie. Colombian necktie. <laughs> Where they cut your throat and they pull your tongue out. Yeah, like a necktie through your neck. Yeah. Which, by the way, Dos Equis. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Gary just He's fell apart. Yeah, out. just like just lost it. It was worth it. It was worth it to see Gary smash his computer. <laughs> He's totally freaking out. Oh, it's great. It's gonna be great for the Turd Awards yeah. at the end of the year. So good. So excited for this. So excited for the Turd. The Super Turd the Awards. <laughs> Friends, friends. We could talk about uh, the NFL, but we're not going to. Not this week. <laughs> not this week. Too many exciting things happen. Yes. Too many exciting things going on in the world. Yeah, because we saw all these stories and we were like, "There's no way that we can't talk about these things. We don't have time to talk about." And Rodgers and Matt Ryan. In-depth analysis from last week left mm-hmm. people just exhausted, awesomely <laughs> bewildered. <laughs> That we knew so much about football. <laughs> yeah, we were like, we can't keep this up. Yeah. So we're going to have to answer some questions and tell some funny stories so that we can actually make sure that we're not too much of a sports podcast. That's right. That's right. We, we're the water cooler podcast. Mm-hmm. Where you, you get information about all sorts of things. People always ask me what this our podcast is about. I was like, well, it's, most, it's supposed to be about sports, but mostly it's about me and Rob and ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Talking a lot of trash and having a conversation. That's that's what we do. Yeah. About life and the things that are going on yeah. in life. Um, like the, this jerk off in <laughs> Oregon. I think I can I call him that? Let me think here. I gotta read about this. Anyway, a man from Oregon has been freed from a fifty year jail term cool. after his case unraveled following the discovery of a Labrador dog he allegedly killed. What? This doesn't make any sense. Joshua Horner, 42. I can help you out here. Yeah, throw it in. So uh, this gentleman was accused of uh, sexual assaults by a young uh, child. Mm -hmm. And uh, he apparently, according to the child, uh, threatened to kill her animals if uh, she ever told anyone. And then he apparently killed her Labrador to prove his point. He was put in jail. He's convicted. He was serving a 50-year sentence. He was about, I don't know, several months into it. And he had the Innocence Project take up his case. The dog he supposedly killed, they found 80 miles away. It was alive and well. Are you sure it was the same dog? (laughs) 
I didn't check, but no, they have science. Science can prove that these days. They got science <laughs> on the Labrador. On case. the Labrador, but okay. But there's so many more questions. Now. <laughs> Apparently, uh, this was the the smoking gun that led to the case unraveling and the story uh, that was told by the that accuser. That he killed turned... her dog. Yes. So wait, a, a young a young child underage lied. <laughs> And they sent a man to jail for the rest of his life. And the dog being alive, he got out. Okay, this is awful. I love that his name is Horner. Joshua Horner. Yeah. Well, look. um, He should go to jail just for that name. This this whole case is gross. (laughs) This whole situation is gross and disturbing and off-putting. I don't know why it was put on my list. (laughs) And I don't know why I read it first. Here, I'll I'll tell you one that's better. Good. A naked man started a house fire while baking cookies on a George Foreman grill. Finally. (laughs) Finally, a story we could all get behind. Listen, it happened at your dad's house, but I'm not sure why. (laughs) It has the address here, I can tell you. When authorities arrived, the man admitted to drinking two liters of vodka. Mm -hmm. Two liters of vodka. Liters. And smoking marijuana starting at 9 a.m. that morning. Listen, I don't know why Elon Musk was also at your dad's house, but... If you're going to start, if you're going to drink two liters of vodka and smoke a lot of weed, when do you normally start? Because he's I nine a.m. Nine a.m. I think that's set the alarm. That's a working Get man's. Up. That's a working man's uh, day. You know, you start work at nine a.m. He started a house. First of all, how do you bake cookies on a George Foreman grill? That's why it all caught on fire. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the George Foreman grill. Love it. I, when I was a bachelor, I had a George Foreman, mm-hmm. and I could slap some burgers on there, and it, it got the fat out yeah. of them, and they would drain down. Yeah. And I dug it. Does it get the fat out of the cookies? Uh, <laughs> it shouldn't be cooking the cookies on there. I have a feeling. <laughs> As a cookie, you know, aficionado, because normally you're eating one I think right about now. I think if you're drinking that much vodka and you're that stoned, he probably, and this is just my best guess, Okay. probably lost track of time. <laughs> and he left those cookies on there. Probably a little longer than he should have. He should be nominated for the Turd Award Chef of the Year. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm assuming that they uh, – Gary do. put that down on the list of awards to give. That's right. Best cook. Uh-huh. <laughs> cook. Top chef. Top chef. <laughs> this year's top chef <laughs> goes to Naked Man <laughs> who starts house fire. Full name. We don't even have his, that jerk's name. We don't even have his name, but he doesn't need a name besides Legend. He probably only has one name. A guy like that has one name. Yeah. They call him, uh, you know, Snuggles. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you going to Snuggles' house? Yeah. I heard he's cooking. Oh, shit. Oh, damn. <laughs> what time? Is he firing up the George Foreman? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What like, time? They're all sling blades, all of them. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. French fried taters. He's going to find them French fried taters on the. <laughs> Telling you what. God, you got a, let a it two be liter so. of. That's a, like, that's a, a two liter. You know that's what a two kind of, liter yeah, looks like? It, it has a little handle, a handle on the side, like a jug. Yeah, that's a handle of vodka. It's what mm. they serve at like fraternity parties. It's yeah. more. Oh. A handle is 1.75. Thank you, Gary. I'm just saying that's a handle plus. The guy's a legend. (laughs) And it also weighs this much. And here's how many calories. Wow, Gary, somebody's a professional. (laughs) Gary drinks two liters. Gary, I'm sorry. Where where were you on – on Saturday, when this happened, or whenever. It What's with all the a, questions? It doesn't have a guy's name on no, here. No, it just says Naked Man. <laughs> Which I think was your nickname in high school. And didn't didn't you offer me a George Foreman last year? For... He just got married, so he probably got one for as a gift. He's actually getting rid of it. It's... <laughs> <laughs> He's 
to get rid of it because his wife, you know, wives don't allow George Foreman's in the no, house. No, not allowed. No, it's all soy milk and, and creepy uh, creepy shower curtains. Holy That's it. Oh, yeah, that's shit. right. This is you. This is Gary. Gary's the naked man, everybody. We solved the mystery. That's another thing we do here at Wriggle Fix. Solving mysteries. Detectives. So solving I mysteries. I wish we had some detective music to go in the background. Like if you're wondering where your hair went, let me tell you. For that men. great. 66% of men lose their hair by the age of 35. Thing is, when you start to notice hair loss, it's too late. <laughs> it's easier to keep your hair, um, the ha- the one that you have, the one hair you have, than to replace <laughs> the hair uh, you've lost. That's just a fact. Uh, is that hairline slowly starting to move backwards? Any bald spots yet? How will you feel a year from now if it's business as usual up there? I ask you. Do you want a bald spot to pop up, or do you want to do something about it first? Do you want a hairline to recede, or do you want to do something about it first? Why do guys turn to weird solutions, or nothing at all, when they can turn to medicine and science? Solution, friends, forhims.com. Forhims.com. A one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness, sexual wellness, sexual wellness for men. <laughs> Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. Well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. No snake oil pills, gas station counter supplements, prescription solutions backed by science. No waiting room, no awkward personal doctor visits. Save hours by going to forhims.com. So easy. Answer a few quick questions. Doctor will review, prescribe you what you need. Products can be shipped directly to your door. Here it is, friends. Order now. This is it. My listeners get a trial month of hymns for just five bucks today, right now, while supplies last. See website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or pharmacy. Go to forhims.com slash wriggle. That's forhims.com slash wriggle. Uh forhims.com slash wriggle. Really? You're gonna put it in there three times? All right, I'm down for that. <laughs> I want it to stick. You want it to stick. You know, somebody who didn't lose their hair was this uh, Canadian guy. <clears throat> I don't know if you want to hear about this. But... Uh, I do. Okay. I do. A young man on a quest to find a woman he met last week sent an email to more than 200 University of Calgary students with a similar name, sparking a friendship between many of the people who received the message. Several women who received the email on Friday morning say it came from a man named Carlos who wrote that a woman named Nicole gave him the wrong phone number after he took her and her friend home on Thursday night. <laughs> so, so break this down for me. So what what is going on? Took her girl and her friend home, asked for the girl's number. She gave him the wrong number. So then he proceeded to send an email to more than 200 University of Calgary students with a similar name looking for her because he can't take a hint, apparently. He was and in love. He was in love and then ended up striking up a friendship with a bunch of the people that he emailed because they all felt sorry for him. Oh. I know, Carlos. Carlos, you are now officially the president of the Calgary chapter of the Lonely Hearts Club. <laughs> and congratulations on that title. Uh, this is uh, heartbreaking, sad, pathetic, and kind of fun at the same time. 
And sweet. And sweet. That's what I'm saying. Well, like we it's... say it's sweet until he turns into a stalker. Yeah, that and is And then you're cute. like, all right, Carla. That is a fair question. Like, you know, what, what level of pursuit is acceptable? Yeah, I don't because, know. Because, you know, people want to be chased sometimes. Mm-hmm. They like to know that somebody really wants to know them more and they want to be chased. And then... But then I guess it's it's that classic thing where I only want to be chased by the right person. Right. <laughs> it's like so, like uh, there's some website I forget the name of the website, but it goes through like certain movies where we all think, oh, that's so sweet, and we're they're like, well, that's identity fraud actually, and that's stalking yeah. and misrepresentation of yourself. They go through like the legal ramifications of like my best friend's wedding, <laughs> you know, like totally. movies like that, or you've got mail. Yeah. Things like that where they're like, oh, this is actually illegal to do on the interweb. Well, I think that, you know, obviously our, our world has changed in the last 20 years. But I do think uh, uh, back in the olden days, you had to take the initiative. If you yes. wanted to uh, make a connection with someone, you had to seek them out. Yes. And you had to find out the hard way whether or not they were wanted you to pursue them. And mm-hmm. oftentimes that would mean, hey, you know, I had so much fun seeing you the other day. That was fun at the party or whatever. Would you like to get dinner? Uh, no. You know, man. And then you go like this. Oh, yeah. okay. Maybe it wasn't as fun as I thought. And then you're out. That's how it should be. Uh-huh. You're out. You're out. You're out. Um, you know, the phone, my, my voicemail has said, you've reached Sarah Tiana and Matthew Stafford for like 10 years. <laughs> and that's because, you know, when I first read that voicemail, I wanted to weed out the week. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't be like, guys would be like, who's the guy that you live with? Yeah. And I'm like, sorry, it's not going to work out. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you don't know who Matthew Stafford is, yeah. we don't have anything to discuss. Yeah. This is over before it this even This is started. over before it even started, but I appreciate your interest, yeah. you know? And I think... We do live in an era now where women and men don't communicate as bluntly because no, we also live in an era where nobody wants to hurt anybody's feelings. So yeah. instead of just saying, I'm not interested, she just gave him a wrong number. And, yeah. instead, you know, which just is just like, just shut no, it down. sorry. Like, yeah. I'm not, I, no offense. It, here's the other thing, though. As a woman, Chandler, maybe you can testify to this. But I have done that before where I'm like, I'm not interested. Uh, but thank you very much. Um, uh-huh. And Good. the guy's like, come on, oh, don't, don't they, be rude, yeah. don't be a jerk. And I'm like, do you want me to waste your time? Like, do you want to call, go ahead and text me oh, see, and then the we'll guy, just like, beat it out? That's, all that's on, on the, the guy. That's all on the guy. Because right. if, you, if you communicated clearly, no thank you, that's, that's over. It's and then case sometimes closed. they won't leave you alone. So I can understand her being like, sure, here's my number. Now you'll shut up. And I can get out of the car, and it will be the wrong number. And I'll and never see you. I'll again. never see you again. I I understand, but that's that's um, um, I guess. Okay. What do you think, Jim? There's also a number my friends give it out a lot. It's called the rejection. Oh yeah, line. yeah. I know that number. Yeah. That's so goddamn funny. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Swear to God. The guys will call it and it will say or text it probably now. Yeah. That's the other thing is guys don't call you. They just text we you. We can call it's, it. It's gotten it's, diabolical. Oh, now. let's call it. It's six oh five. Here, just text me the number, Jen. Okay. This why? Gotten... Why say it over the phone so people can over oh, the that's air fine. so I, people can? I just, it's easier for me it's, if I have it written here. But go oh, ahead. Six oh five. Six oh five. Four seven five six nine six eight. All right. You guys can keep talking. It'll just come up in just a second. Oh my gosh. This is it's gotten diabolical. But at yeah. the same time, this is actually probably a wonderful tool for the ladies. It's a great I think for either. It's for men and yeah, women, it's right? For anyone. But uh, So now we have to have a third party involved in all human communication. Rejection. In all human communication. Yeah. Yeah. I because- also give People, my friend Jenna's number too, just because it's funny. Oh my God, you're If they're old, that's me. I'm like, you are cold as ice. I'm like, 
I'm looking for a sugar daddy. And then I give them her number. Because she's looking for a sugar daddy. I'm oh, trying to help her out. you are But not, not all old men are sugar daddies. You know, if you're in Newport and they drive by on a boat, maybe. True. On a yes. boat. They drive by on a boat? That's a weird boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, my street boat. <laughs> you drive a boat. I live in it too. What do you yeah, they cruise by on a boat, cruise sail by on. on a boat. That's the street. The street talk for it. <laughs> That's the hip young chance. Gary's, Gary's calling this talk. number with a passion. <laughs> yeah. It's funny to watch him because he's like, I knew. I, I hope I, it's his wife. the number voice. I, <laughs> I also though, like I, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I feel like when you go out and people hit on you and you just go no and turn back around. Mm-hmm. I do that a lot, and I think. It's very rude, but it gets the message like immediately. I had some good clear news. communication. If you cl- communicate clearly, then it's it's and they still aren't getting the vibe. Uh, it's on them. Yeah. And, and hello, this is not the person you were trying to call. You've reached the rejection hotline. Unfortunately, the person who gave you this rejection hotline number did not want you to have their real number. We know this sucks, but don't be too devastated. So why were you given a rejection hotline number? Maybe you're just not this person's type. Note, this could mean boring, dumb, annoying, arrogant, or just a general weirdo. Maybe you suffer from bad breath, body odor, or a nasty combination of the two. Maybe you just give off that creepy, overbearing psycho stalker vibe, and the idea of going out with you just seems as appealing as playing leapfrog with unicorns. Regardless of the reason, please take the hint. Accept the fact that you're rejected, and and then get over it. And please do your best to forget about the person who gave you this number because trust us, they've already forgotten about you. Humorhotline.com. Wow. wow. That's serving it up a little colder than necessary. <laughs> I know. That is I mean, ruthless. It, it does get the point across, but it seems a little excessive on the on the FU. Well, who, though, like who came up with that? That's a really smart invention. It's, it's actually really yeah. great. I, 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 that's a really funny number. <laughs> It's good. It's a good thing. He's I get writing it. it down right now. I get it. Send yeah, 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 to his agents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you what. Uh, well, that is a terrible choice. But let's. Uh, we need to make some choices for football. We Do have it. to talk some football this week. So, Do it. you guys, football season is here. No more waiting. The time has arrived. Are you ready to get in on all the action for college and NFL football? Don't wait any longer to make your online wagers and head over to betonline.ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Use the promo code PODCAST1, that's the number one, to receive a 50% sign up bonus today. That's PODCAST1 to receive a 50% sign up bonus. So, for week three, um, our choices here at Riggles Picks are Kansas City over San Francisco. Yeah, home opener. <laughs> home opener, yeah. Minnesota over Buffalo is our lock of the week. So lock Minnesota it. over Buffalo. Minnesota's at home. They're looking great. It's in the dome. It's going to be gr- uh, a really great. Obviously, Buffalo still hasn't fixed any of their problems. Jacksonville at home over Tennessee. The L.A. Rams at home over the Chargers and New England on the road at Detroit. So those are our choices this week. Kansas City, Minnesota, Jacksonville, L.A. Rams, New England. So, We're coming after you, Corolla. We're coming after you, Shaq. Yeah. You and your shows are about to pay the piper. Yeah. We are way better than those guys. So visit betonline.ag, your online sports book experts, and our exclusive partner of Podcast One Sportsnet. Huge matchups to start the opening weekend of football and this week three. So get in on the action today. Sign up today at betonline.ag and use the promo code PODCAST1 to receive a 50% bonus when you sign up. Take advantage of this incredible offer now at betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. So many good games this week. So many. 
<sighs> what are you? Well, you, we got, we've got a lot we of things we can, we can we talk about. More. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's a couple things going on in the world. Um, <laughs> um, a couple. Yeah, just a couple. But mm-hmm. um, uh, we did. We, I was very impressed with our listeners. Um, they responded to the the call for questions. Yes, they did. And a, a, a tsunami, an avalanche. <laughs> Of questions came rolling ashore. Ashore. And um, we can dive into some of those. Would you like to do that? Yeah, sure. Do right. you have uh, one that you want to start with or do you want me? No, no. Just like there's so many. Just grab one. That, one anything that Honestly, comes out Honestly, this was my favorite question out there. It was from Kevin Bishop, a good friend of mine uh-huh. who also sells cigars in Arizona. He's an incre- his, his Twitter handle is at CigarKevin. And his question was, first NFL coach to lose his job this season. Ooh, That's a great question. Good question. Because there's so many choices. <laughs> so many choices. Uh, obviously, you you know the, the person that jumps out of your mind who's holding a record right now of 1-32 and, and 1 is Hugh Jackman, <laughs> Jackson. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think he loses, to be honest with you. I think they've gone – they've stuck around with him this long. I think he's probably actually he's safe. No, I think he's safe. Yeah. Uh, I think – Who's, know. The, who's the Bengals head coach right now? Is it still Marv? Oh, yeah, Marvin Lewis. Is it still him? Yes. He seems like he's been on the chopping block for a while. Yes, he's been on the chopping block, obviously, for a while. I, I think, um, I mean, they're not going to get rid of Gruden because uh-uh. they gave him too ten, big of a contract. Ten year, $100 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. going to ride that all the way to Vegas. Uh-huh. Uh, Matt Patricia, I think, could be a bubble candidate. You know, after, at, in after Detroit, that, after yeah. After that first game, awful. First game, yeah. Second game, hmm. But first game, yeah. I mean, that was just a uh, was a, a whirlwind of train wrecks. And he's supposed to be like this big defensive coach. So I think he could, I don't know. Who Something knows? happened early on. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Uh, he could be a kid. He's a bubble. You guys mentioned Hugh Jackson. Did you see in the early episodes of Hard Knocks when he was sitting around explaining to all the other coaches how they need to do it his way? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, there's an episode where the uh, the like sub-coaches beneath him, the coordinators and stuff, are basically trying to tell him he's doing things incorrectly, and he's explaining that they need to do things his way. Mm-hmm. One in 32. Well, that's the advantage of being the head coach. Yeah. You can, you can say, thanks for your advice. Now do it my way. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see the stat about uh, the Cleveland uh, opening record? Oh, oh, and one best start since two thousand four. Oh my! <laughs> it's my God. favorite thing. That's so yeah. funny uh, and so tragic. The people of Cleveland are genuine and good people, and they are good fans, and they deserve so much they better. They do. They deserve so much better. It's hard, you know. I think. Oh God. It is so. I uh, what I really want in Cleveland is for uh, that guy Bob Wiley to be the head coach, the guy that drives the Maserati yeah. with the giant belly. That was talking about how stretching is uh, overrated. Yes. Stretching. Nobody yeah. in World War Two fucking going stretching. Yeah. Nobody's yeah, stretching. Nobody, uh, hitting the beaches. Normally did yeah. stretching. Yeah. And you see, they're like, oh, before I go take down these Germans, let me get my rubber bands. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was Gold. the most incredible, biggest star of yeah. Hard Knocks. What my favorite was when uh, you show they showed like a oh, who's the defensive coordinator? God, he was so, he was in New Orleans. It was like a Greg. Um, he was the guy that who, who got in trouble in New Orleans for putting like the Greg the Williams. bounty. Oh, Greg yeah. Williams. Greg Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you see Greg just like yelling at the defense, like fire, 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 
yeah. And then they cut to Bob Wiley with the offensive line. And he's like showing pictures of rhinoceroses and pigs and like how those stances are the best. You got to get a stance like a rhino. Look, ain't nobody pushing that thing over. <laughs> like, it's like cartoon pictures. Do not even like real pictures of rhinoceros. It's just like, like cartoon drawings of a rhino. Oh, it's like the most beautiful thing. And then he's. It's like that somebody let their uncle out there who's like, yeah. I can coach. Give me a chance. <laughs> yeah. So true. Uh, I always feel like Jason Garrett is on the cusp of being fired. I, I don't because know you never what. know well, what Jerry's, Jerry Jones. Jerry's so do. unpredictable, and Jerry doesn't tolerate right. normally. He doesn't tolerate fools, so he must believe in uh, Jason's plan. Yeah, you know because he must believe in something that's going on there. Because yeah. normally he doesn't tolerate fools. I also think. Um, and it just flew out of my mind. Uh, oh, Washington Redskins coach. Is it still Gruden's brother? Yeah. Okay, well, Schneider, the owner, is notorious for yeah. get out, get out, get out. You know, show me the results or get out. Mm-hmm. And this year, Gruden better deliver. Yeah, or I, I mean, think Or I think Schneider's going to bounce him. Yeah, so, well, while we're taping this, they're 1-0. So I don't know what ha- – but, yeah, I don't know. Arizona yeah. coach – you know, well, I'm just saying the people, that, the, the people that are dealing with hostile situations or yeah. potentially. But, you know, I think the Redskins are going to have a great season. So yeah. I think they're, they're off to a good start. I don't think he has anything to worry about necessarily. Yeah. But that was a good question. Tough question. Tough hard, to, question. hard to come up with a good answer. Fun answers. Uh, Who has the best uniforms? Tyler McNamara wants to know. Who hmm. has the best uniforms? And he says he's a Lions fan. Um, and there's nothing else he wants to discuss. Um, <laughs> There's and, a, oh, because he doesn't want yeah, to talk about the loss. Because he doesn't want to talk about the, the Lions. Listen, uh, the best uniforms. Mm, I think the Saints have some good uniforms. I like their all-black pants. Mm-hmm. Those those uh, those look really good uh-huh. to me. The black and gold, nice combination. Yeah, yeah. When they wear the black shirt with the black pants, I'm like, this is a good, out- this Listen, is a good I, outfit. Listen, I, uh, <laughs> obviously, I think the sexiest outfits in all of football right. are... Chiefs, right? I mean, I think everybody is that because you're a fan of that team. I am a fan. I'm fond of them. I like them. <laughs> uh, so I love their. I, I like it when they wear the red pants. They don't wear their red pants very often. Oh yeah, when they wear the red pants, yeah, when they wear the it's red pretty pants, good. It can be exciting. Okay. I think the new Rams uniforms are really cool. The plain kind of almost plain, like Penn State's, where it's just have, white and blue. Yeah, and then yeah. they have the um, all white helmet with the blue ram on it. Uh-huh. I think those are really cool. Obviously, I love the Falcons uniforms. I sure. think they're pretty. Sexy. To I be like honest. the old school. You Falcons. do the black with the red and yes. white letters yes. or numbers. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like. I love the red, but I love it when they wear their black. They don't wear black that often, uh-huh. uh, but when they do. Well, I got to tell you too. If you're just talking about simplicity and old school, mm-hmm. look, you know, I do not care for the Raiders at yeah. all. Mm-hmm. But. As far as uniforms go, when you put on the silver and black, it looks pretty darn gone good. It does. Yeah, it's kind of like the Yankees pinstripes, you know. It's uh-huh. like you hate the Yankees, but you're like, it's such a legendary look. Look, yeah. you know. I think when we were at the Rams game a few weeks ago when we did the Marty Bella, uh, Bennett podcast uh-huh. crossover, uh, we were there. I was telling you that I had been to the um, preseason game with the Raiders and the Rams, and there were so many Raiders fans there. But – they really just stick out, you know. Uh-huh. Like you, the Raiders. They. It's not like just the uni- like just the jersey. They'll also wear the socks and the shoes, and like everything is silver and black. And it's like, well, all I, right. You can go back and watch uh, Super Bowl two. Mm-hmm. All right, when, yeah. when the Raiders played the Packers, and their uniforms 
uh, are same as they had on on Monday night a couple weeks back. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's just black with silver. The emblem on the helmet's the same. The pants, like it's just this simple uniform. Uh, it's a classic uniform. It's a classic look, and it it's lasted throughout the gener- you know yeah. throughout the generations and generations. So it's. There's something to be said for it. I think the worst uniforms were always the Jaguars, but they're getting better. Their uniforms the, continue to get better. The Bucks had the most tragic uniforms <laughs> oh, for yeah. so long. Oh, man. It's just tragic. Yeah. Now they're better. I always, I've never liked Green Bay's colors. Really? I've never liked Those are my high school colors. I, I like them. Like, Those are my, well, green and gold, please. No, green and it's yellow. yellow. It's cheese. <laughs> it's cheese yellow, and you know it. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I can tell you, uh, what I do like the most though is true car. I uh, love their colors. Well, you're so right. It's about blue that. and white. Yep. And I like their colors. Uh, these days news travels lightning fast, which is great. If you're a sports fan between status updates, breaking news notifications and Twitter feeds, you can always be up to the minute on every team in every game. While this is great for sports, it's the opposite when it comes to buying a car. Go online and you're bombarded with numbers, invoice, list price, dealer price. It's hard to know how to recognize a good price. Not anymore. Introducing True Price from True Car. It's the only price you need to know because it's exactly what you'll pay for the car you want, including fees and accessories. How do you know if your True Price is a great price? Because True Car shows you what other people paid for that same car that you want. So you know how to recognize a good price, and your certified dealers know this. So they set their True Price competitively so they can win your business. So when you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit TrueCar to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Thank you. True car. True car. True car. True car. True car. Doesn't have a song really. No, we just did it. But True Car should have a song. We just think you're welcome, True Car, for that musical statement. So you can pull it off. We set our price competitively. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Let's do a couple more Friends, who else is out there? Did we answer that question satisfactorily enough? And Is that a word, satisfactorily? I think so, about uniforms. I'm assuming that person asked that question, Tyler, because – Derek Rucker has a verified account. What? Oh, wow. Uh, So (laughs) first of all, I I want to congratulate him. Derek, on your verified account. That's pretty sexy. Okay. Uh, yeah, which – he says, yeah. That's how yeah. Was, yeah. So, which team is more psychologically damaged from Super Bowl losses to the Patriots, Seattle or Atlanta? Mm, it's got to be Atlanta. It's got to be Atlanta. It's got to be. Yeah, just because blowing that lead um, – I think is like the most gut wrenching. With Seattle, they were in it the whole time, right? And it was just the last play, last play. Whereas with Atlanta, it was the last quarter, mm-hmm. which I think is harder to to bounce back from, right? Because when you have when you lose an entire quarter and a half, mm-hmm. um, it becomes everybody's problem. Fans, players, mm-hmm. coaches—they all get a share of that because there's something that each of them could have done. Uh, maybe not the fans, but the players and coaches. There's something that they could have done to maybe alter something, mm-hmm. or you know, um, one play does not make. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Also, though, Seattle has a Super Bowl win, and Atlanta doesn't. That's a, a, it's another a lot great point. easier to mentally come back when you feel like you can win a Super Bowl with Atlanta. I think, like Marty was talking about a few weeks ago, the the Patriots are so difficult to beat because they know they're going to win. 
They think they're going to win. Mm-hmm. They believe they're going to win. Yeah. And when you are um, when you lose like that, you start doubting, and uh-huh. doubt is exactly why you lose. And that's why I think what Derek's driving at here psychologically. Yeah. How do you come back from these things? And I look, they're both shattering. Don't get me wrong. You lose on the last play. You fight the good fight, and then mm-hmm. you lose on the last play. Yeah. It cuts like a knife, especially. You know, when you have the beast mode in the backfield and you don't use them, you're like, then you question that for eternity. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, those things haunt you. So, yeah, psychologically, that has a bad effect. However, you've proven to be champions Mm -hmm. with the same, more or less same group. So you can do it again. You know, you can can be a champion again. Now, if you're the Falcons and you get to the promised land and you dominate for two and a half quarters, and then piss it away in the last quarter and a half. Like that runs yeah. deep as well. And you don't have anything to fall back on to say, well, we were champions once. No. No, it's like you're scared of winning. <laughs> you're afraid of the big one. That is terrible. But let me just change the subject. Andy <laughs> Wexler says, Rob, what's the deal with the University of Kansas being referred to as KU instead of UK? It's not Kansas University. It seems backwards. Well, Obviously, UK is Kentucky. Yeah, but. this is, I think, you know, look, because people, uh, you know, this has been going on for a long time. When people talk about KU, they talk about KU, Kansas University. They talk about KU basketball and KU, KU, KU. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they talk about Kentucky, they talk about the UK. The UK? U of K. <laughs> and I think we just, I think. Jolly old Kentucky. Yeah. Jolly old. The UK. Oh, I got a Wildcats day off. <laughs> I like the basketball on oh, the court. That's right. <laughs> they, um, so I think just to – no, it seems backwards, but we we just – I think it's just like some unwritten thing where we decided, look, let's be clear. KU is Kansas. U of K is Kentucky. We'll just keep it that way. Okay. I think that's what it is because I, I uh, used to call it U of K and, uh, back in the day and people would be like, what are you talking about? And I say Kansas. And they go, no, that's KU. And I was like, oh, fine. So I think we all just kind of said, forget it. We're KU, Kansas University. Uh, and then, but the other one, Kansas, oh, K-State. That's the other one. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so the other, that's right. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Sorry. Right. I mean, I know it's, it's I, 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 there's no official reason for any of this foolishness, right. but we go by KU. That's it. You do. You go by it. We do. Um, all right. Yeah, but do you have another there's all kinds of questions. I'm going to give you a, um, another fun story. What do you want? Well, this guy made his question very personal. OJ wants to know, <laughs> change your name, why do the Cardinals always break my heart? Ugh. I don't know, dude. <sighs> Welcome because to every, Kurt Warner can't play anymore? Welcome to every sports team in the world. Like only one team in every sport gets to be happy, ultimately. Yeah. Ultimately. Doesn't yeah. get their heart broken. There's 32 teams in the NFL. 31 teams are going to have their heart broken this year. That's a lot of fans. You're it's not alone. Hard, You're not alone. I mean, but Arizona has won a Super Bowl, right? Didn't they win with – No. They, they – Oh, they didn't win with Kurt Warner? No. Oh, they won, they, he a, won with the Rams. He won with the Rams. Remember it went down to the last play against the Steelers and uh, Holmes caught that pass in the, with his feet dragging? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fantastic. <laughs> If you were a Steelers fan. As you break this guy's heart into another yeah. million pieces. Exactly. By reminding him. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Um, who is the better cook between you two and what's your best dish? That's what Body by Ian wants to know. All right. Listen. 
I am a grill master, Body not buy. necessarily not necessarily a cook. Okay. So if we're talking grill, okay. <laughs> now I, I think did, men are good at the grill. When when I was a bachelor, my mother for Christmas gave me a little book, a cookbook mm-hmm. called the Three Ingredient Cookbook. It's the smartest book I've read in my life. <laughs> the smartest book ever. It had all these dishes and three ingredients was mm-hmm. all you needed for. Whatever it was. So, like, uh, I'll never forget. One was called Russian chicken. And it was, uh, you made rice. That's easy. You just boil mm-hmm. the rice, whatever. But the chicken, you put uh, the chicken breast in a glass, whatever, dish. You poured um, Russian, dressing. Russian dressing over that. And then, what was the third ingredient? Something like rice. Cr- crushed up Ritz crackers, maybe, or something. Oh. I don't know. It was something. The third ingredient was something. Put it in the oven, 350 for however long, pull it out, and it was so flipping good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I did that. I did that. <laughs> I am a cooking god. I am a cooking god with my Russian yeah. chicken. But it was, sounded fancy. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. you know. And you felt like, you, I could do this. But yeah. I, anything more than three ingredients, forget it. Hey, Tiffany, it, come over. I'm making Russian chicken tonight. <laughs> she goes, I know what that means, mister. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm not a grill person. I've tried to be a grill. I remember uh, when Chris and I first started dating, I bought these like $45 steaks at the farmer's market and then totally just burned them on the grill. Oh, like, I had no. no idea what I was doing. So I'm just like, no, boys do the grill. I'll do the inside stuff. Yeah. You do the grill. Uh-huh. I do the cooking on the inside. I do the oven and the, the, the stovetop. What is – if you were forced to enter a cooking competition right now, what would be the dish you would submit? Chicken and dumplings. Ooh, I make my own dumplings, and I make yeast dumplings, so they're a little chewier. I like thick dumplings, so they're not biscuit dough dumplings. They're like a little dense, chewier dumpling. I'm not a dumpling aficionado, so I don't know what this of which you speak. Uh, yeah. I make a good dumpling gravy-type mm. sauce. Yeah. No, not gravy, obviously. But. I make a cheeseburger soup in a crock pot. It's not bad. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's pretty delicious. Delish. Sounds like you have a, an advantage, which is also what I have when I use Squad QL. What an unfair – you do you? Yeah. Do you want an unfair advantage to dominate your fantasy football league? I know you do. Well, look no further and download Squad QL, the only mobile app you need to crush your friends and rivals this year. Squad QL recommends the best starting lineup for you each week based on your starters, bench players, and free agency pool. You may ask – how does Squad QL actually do this? Question mark. <laughs> the app connects directly with your Yahoo, ESPN, CBS leagues, pulling in your actual roster and your league scoring system. Squad QL provides waiver and trade recommendations. Plus, the app gives you your player rankings each week and is all based on your league's settings. Squad QL truly is your go-to app this fantasy football season. Head to squadql.com to download Squad QL. You're all in one fantasy football manager. Squad QL is brought to you by the creators of Rawow QL, <laughs> the leading daily fantasy lineup optimizer trusted by 100,000 DFS players. You can also download Rawow QL, <laughs> the free for free for both Apple and Android. That is Squad QL and Rowtow QL. 
Wow. All right. Wow. If you like this show, you need to check out the Pro Football Focus podcast. They have the NFL podcast for each week. They grade every player on every play of the NFL season. That is not what we do. To give you a look inside the game nobody else can rival. Then check out their forecast podcast where they give you the best analytics and gambling tips in the football world. So check out PF Pro Football focuses NFL and forecast podcast weekly on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Listen, I think we nailed it yet again. Again, yeah, we did. Thank you guys for all your viewer mail. Um, one last one, Patrick. You wanted to know about Fitzpatrick going to Harvard. Yes, of course he went to Harvard. I feel like that story's been told ten thousand times. <laughs> That's why he's it's asking. confirmed. I it's confirmed. It, I think that was a sarcastic. Oh, question. good. Okay, good. Hearing chatter that Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> went to Harvard. Yes. Can you confirm? Can we confirm? Confirmed. <laughs> Very funny, Patrick. Yes. Uh, hey, listen, funny. so good to see you, Sarah. So great to see you, too. Um, I know you're out on the road uh, doing doing your comedy. Yes. Anything you want to tell the peeps? I was just in St. Louis, so thank you guys for coming out to see me in St. Louis, and I'll be in North Carolina at the end of this month in uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, and Charlotte, North Carolina, with Dolph Ziggler, so make sure you come out to those shows. It'll be a Wednesday and a Thursday, Chandler. Love that it. was a zipper. That was a zipper. Not a fart. Chandler did not fart. Um, North Carolina, and, beautiful state, especially in September. So, yeah. uh, fun time to get out. Go see Sarah out there, you guys. And we'll hey, see thanks you for on listening. Sundays on Riggles Picks on Fox. There you go. Deaths in Afghanistan. I'm Ed Donahue with an AP News Minute. U.S. forces say three American service members and a U.S. contractor were killed in a roadside bombing near Bagram Air Base in Afghanistan. Court documents show actress Felicity Huffman has agreed to plead guilty in the college admissions cheating scandal. She's accused of paying $15,000 to have a proctor boost her older daughter's SAT score. More changes at the Department of Homeland Security. A day after Secretary Kirsten Nielsen announced her resignation, the White House says Secret Service Chief Tex Alice will be leaving shortly. Three officials say the departures are unrelated, with Alice's move stemming from a personality conflict within the agency. That's AP Sagar Magani. A bond hearing has been adjourned until next week for a woman from China arrested at President Trump's Mar-a-Lago Club in Florida. A federal prosecutor says she had a device to detect human, hidden cameras in her hotel room room when Secret Service agents searched it. She also had nine USB drives and five cards. I'm Ed Donahue.